Dear listeners, Sai Ram. We now bring you Vahini Satsang. Today's episode was first aired on the 13th April 2017 as part of Thursday Live programs on Asia Stream of Radio Sai. This program was hosted by Bishu and Sai Prakash of Team Radio Sai. Spend the day with Sai. From 6 a.m. to 9:30 p.m. on Radio Sai Thursday Live. Radio Sai Thursday Live. Stay tuned. Sai, dear listeners, and welcome once again to Vahini Satsang. by bhagwan's grace today we have two guests he has sent to the studios brother balram chandran a former student of bhagwan's university now working in chennai and also brother bhargav who is also a former student of bhagwan's university and now serving in the administrative block of shri satyasai institute of higher learning Brother Sai Prakash is not able to join us today because of an emergency. Really grateful to Bhagwan that he has sent two beautiful souls to ruminate on this stream of love, the Prema Vahini that emerged from him as the first series of articles when he started his mouthpiece, the Sanatana Sarathi, way back in the fifties. So till now we have discussed five chapters. In the previous session, we discussed the first three paragraphs of the sixth chapter. So today, we will listen to the first three chapters, the first three paragraphs of the sixth chapter, and then the brothers will share their reflections, and we move on from there. So here is six point one, two, and three for you. మానవ కర్తవ్యం నైతిక జీవితములో మానవుడు తన కర్తవ్య కర్మల ద్వారా హృదయ మాలిన్యమును కడిగివేటకు ప్రయత్నించవలను అట్టి యత్నమును సలుపుచుండగా తాను అలసిపోవు సమయం ఒకటి వచ్చును అప్పుడు ఓ పరమాత్మ నా ప్రయత్నం ఇంతకు మించి పోకున్నది నాకు శక్తిని బలమును మరికొంత ప్రసాదించుము అని ప్రార్థించవలను man should strive to wash away the blemishes of his heart through his actions and duties when he is so engaged there might come a time when he is tired then he should pray thus o lord i am not able to exert beyond this grant me some more strength and energy please మొదట పరమాత్ముడు దూరంగా నిలిచి చూచుచుండును ప్రశ్నకు సమాధానం వ్రాయమని శిష్యునకు చెప్పి గురువు దూరంగా వెళ్ళి నిలుచుండినట్లే జీవుడు భోగమయ్యే జీవితంలో మునిగి ఉన్నంతవరకు పరమాత్మ దూరంగా నిలబడి ఉండును జీవుని వల్ల సత్కర్మలు జరుగుతుండగా భగవంతుడు మెల్లమెల్లగా చెంతకు వచ్చును 
initially god stands at a distance and watches just how a teacher after asking the student to write an answer to a question stands afar god too stands apart as long as the jiva or the individual is immersed in worldly pleasures when good deeds begin to happen through the individual god slowly starts coming closer to him జగత్ సేవకుడైన సూర్యనారాయణుడు సదా మీ వాకిటి ముందు నిలిచియే ఉండును మూసియున్న తలుపులను బ్రద్దలు కొట్టి సూర్యుడు లోపల ప్రవేశించడు ఏలయనా అతడు సేవకుడు అతడు స్వామి హద్దులను తన హద్దులను గుర్తెరిగి మెలగును తలుపు తట్టనైనా తట్టడు యజమాని తలుపులు కొంచెం తెరవగానే సూర్యుడు పూర్ణ తేజంతో లోపలికి చొరబడి అంధకారమును పారద్రోలును పరమాత్ముని స్థితి కూడా అట్టిదే తన సాయం అర్థించినంతనే చాచిన చేతులతో జీవుల చెంత కనిపించును ద సన్ గాడ్ హూ ఇస్ ద యూనివర్సల్ సర్విటర్ ఇస్ ఆల్వేస్ రెడీ అట్ యువర్ డోర్ స్టెప్ ద సన్ వుడ్ నాట్ ఎంటర్ అ హౌస్ బై బ్రేకింగ్ ద క్లోజ్ డోర్స్ బికాస్ హీ ఈస్ అ సర్విటర్ హీ విల్ ఆల్వేస్ బిహేవ్ మైండ్ఫుల్ ఆఫ్ హిస్ యాజ్ వెల్ యాజ్ హిస్ మాస్టర్స్ లిమిటేషన్స్ he wouldn't even knock the door however when the master opens the door even a little the sun would enter with full effulgence and swiftly dispel the darkness same it is with the divine only when his help is sought he can be seen near people with outstretched hands so brothers so many points discussed i'm sure there must be many thoughts because i think there are so many very very beautiful thoughts to ruminate on as you listen to bhagwan isn't it yeah yeah brother bishu correct so brother balram chandran what uh, really um, sort of stayed in your mind when you read this first three paragraphs of prema vahini chapter 6 oh uh, but the starting of the first paragraph i think what's so beautiful about the first paragraph is swami has been so real when i say swami has been so real you know typically what happens is when you talk of sadhana when you talk of spiritual practices generally sometimes you can have a tendency to glorify to exaggerate and sometimes even kind of uh, gloss over some of the non glamorous portion of your sadhana where you go through you know the dark night of the soul because <laughs> spiritual sadhana always has its positives and negatives yes. so you can always you know if you typically read the uh, the average book written by on the life of a saint or a sadhu you you would rarely find people talking about the challenges they go through you would only talk about how they would sit on meditation and god appears and you <laughs> wonder is this so easy <laughs> now that can be very dangerous because when a sadhaka inspired by that tries the same thing and then god does not appear they actually get disillusion Hmm. So I think one beautiful thing Swami has done here has been very very real. Yes. Because here Swami is actually indicated that there will be a situation where yes. you strive you try you know uh, they say there is a buddhi balam bhuja balam and atma balam. So yes. your buddhi and bhuja balam what is within your control you've tried all of that. 
and you will reach a stage where you are completely you know devastated tired and you know you can't go forward so swami is actually in a way telling you this is going to happen yes so which means he's preparing your mind for it otherwise no i think the beautiful thing is swami is now preparing the sadhaka for it otherwise yeah. there is a possibility yes a discouraged sadhaka can actually you know get disillusioned and then abandon that path altogether so i think that's one beautiful thing swami has done and in fact what comes to my mind is forget ordinary uh, you know sadhakas when i say ordinary what i mean is you know those who are considered mortals like say us even somebody who is uh, who is considered a rishi or a rishi tattva or, uh, or like somebody like swami vivekananda was considered uh, to be one of the sapta rishis he himself in fact it just when i read this it reminds me uh, one of the hymns which he has written swami vivekananda and if you it's sung as part of the aarti which they sing in the belur mat so there's one beautiful stanza in fact if the moment you listen to it no you immediately feel a sense of surrender mm-hmm. i'll in fact if you permit there yeah, a couple please. of lines which are like yeah, to if sing yeah you can sing yeah uh, it goes something like om hrim ritam tvamachalo gunajit kunedya naktam divam sakarunam तव पाद पद्म मोहम कशम बहुत न भजे यम तस्मे शरण ममदीन bandho he says i was i'm caught in the impurities of the world i am disillusioned by the world i'm caught in the illusion kai the world and caught in all this illusion i have forgotten to worship your lotus feet and thus you are my only refuge o refuge o lord of the lowly and then he says bhaktir bhagascha bhajanam bhava bedakari गच्छन्त्यलम् सुविपुलम् गमनायतत्वम् वक्त्रोद्धृतोपि हृदये न च भाति किञ्चित् तस्मात्त्वमेव शरणम् मम दीन बन्धो he says i talk about truth i talk about devotion i talked about bhakti and god but actually though i talk about this i don't feel any of this in my heart and thus you my only refuge now look at this swami vekananda talking about this <laughs> so i think that's exactly what swami also tells you saying that there is a point when you would like swami vekananda yes. no and imagine no at that point of time he had a huge institution to build nobody knew him there was a yes. great task given to him and in our case of course it's our own sadhana but in his case it was you know propagating the message and he must have felt you know totally alone even somebody like that yes. and he sits alone in that moment you know he surrenders completely to the lord and i think that's when no he turns on the magic <laughs> you know <laughs> so yes. i think that's that's what comes to my mind when you you know especially that first part when you think about it and then of course swami follows it up beautifully by giving the example of a teacher and giving the example of a son hmm. when say son what comes to my mind is i remember brindavan campus i visited after many years you know i'd gone there early in the morning attended suprabhatam because now you really look forward to suprabhatam <laughs> again and after suprabhatam got over and boys are all gone they had their jogging so i'd gone there for to do a session so i was exempted so <laughs> i was 
and i decided to do my morning sandhya there so once you finish your part of the sandhya the, the concluding portion of the sandhya you actually get up and then there's a hymn which is offered to the sun god it starts with mitrasya charishni krithaha and you refer to sun god as mitra so brother what happened is i was in the brindavan dining hall so both of you have seen the place yes. you will be able to visualize that's also the bhajan hall prayer hall there so i was facing imagine nobody in the dining hall only swami there's a light there's still a little bit of darkness the sun is not risen fully so it's kind of semi dark there's a light so only his swami is visible and i get up and then i say mitrasya charshni krita and then i suddenly realize the word mitra also means the friend yes and then i realize maybe the first time in my life that mantra had some real meaning because i was looking at the one who's possibly my only real friend and i said mitrasya and then i couldn't i couldn't continue because suddenly i choked and then i realized because you're seeing somebody who's actually and like they say a friend in need is a friend indeed so like swami again says the sun god waits for you to call I, but i think you know swami has been swami saying you know i wait i only uh, you have to knock you have to open but you know i think swami is just being acting tough here because actually <laughs> if you see in reality in reality swami i mean he doesn't actually kind of wait because that at least i can speak for myself i wouldn't have survived if he had waited <laughs> but yes swami also but i think swami emphasizes the you know yatna prayatna manava dharma yes. the importance of taking effort i think he's always there he's waiting it is just that he uh, he's only waiting to encourage you the moment you take a step yes. yeah. then he wants to he's always there yes and he can at any point in time yes barge in and he does barge in yes. at times yes when when it is really perhaps gone too far but otherwise you know he wants to give the soul to come to it naturally absolutely because if you look at it from um, and since i am from the learning and development fraternity if you look at learning and if you see our evolution swami drives our evolution and swami wants us to realize what we really are and in that learning curve we always say in the learning curve the first step in the learning curve is you have to move from unconscious incompetence to yes. conscious incompetence yes so first step in learning is first yes. of all i'm not i don't know i don't know that i don't know yes so you need to first start accepting that yes. no i don't know and that's the, that's what swami has actually talked about in 6.1 yes you says you have to put up your hand and say no no you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm done <laughs> i can't yeah. because that is when and when that happens then the learning is very permanent and swami has yes. been the typical teacher here you know wanting the student he's yes. following adult learning principles in adult <laughs> learning principles no you actually say andragogy they call it not pedagogy andragogy for mm-hmm. teaching adults they say one critical difference is i can bulldoze a child to learn but they say an adult will learn only if they feel the need to learn yes and that's what i think swami does in 6.1 and then of course he says and that's behind that's the maybe the point behind saying that i'll knock you have to know, open and then yes. i'll come you have to take the effort you have to yes. admit put up your hands and say i yes. need your help but beautifully swami describes himself second he says teacher but by the time he's 6.3 is calling him mm-hmm. i mean servant servant bhakta yes. paradina i mean i think that is you know that's what the teacher is actually the servant yeah absolutely just <laughs> trying to tell that yes just to i'm it's really beautiful what you told me uh, i just want to add one dream which i had so very very Um, significant dream it's somewhere uh, around 10 years back i was little down sometime so night i get i get a dream very strange dream it is that uh, i am standing with a broom in my hand mm-hmm. and uh, you all see in our sheds which yeah. shed number 1 230 a shed which is uh, might be double or triple the size and then i'm just i just entered the shed and there is nothing else other than cobwebs and dirt and filth nothing else is there 
and i don't know i have got this outlandish idea that i have to go and clean it mm-hmm. what on earth will make me clean this i was really surprised but uh, i just looked at myself i have a broom i'm standing there and it's just a massive shed might be a half a kilometer wide and 100 meters high <laughs> i was i was laughing on myself why should i do this out of all then i don't know out of uh, some spontaneous thought i started trying mm-hmm. if i use my broom it's a small uh, one two 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 feet broom it is i'm trying to reach the top and trying to clean i was myself feeling i'm, f- I'm, I'm not so foolish to do this <laughs> is it is it but uh, the most important thing was in the dream it continued for some time might be 10 minutes 15 minutes i'm trying to i'm trying to and i'm getting frustrated what am i trying to do what am i trying to do then after some time might be i tried for half an hour or so but this uh, feeling is continuing when i tried to do this nth number of time then a thought came to me why should i bother whether i clean it or not mm-hmm. let me just try let me try doing it even if it doesn't happen no problem let me try and you won't believe that moment from behind one door opens swami barges in <laughs> oh what are you doing he just that that authority asked me what are you trying to do swami uh, i'm i'm not i'm speechless what to tell him then he does eh just sit down give me the broom he takes snatches not takes he snatches the broom from my hand and you won't believe like i was not able to understand how he is doing it within the next 2 minutes no 2 minutes mm-hmm. like uh, in in generally in our cartoon network you all see suddenly we <laughs> so someone just goes and cleans everything he just goes around and within 2 minutes the whole whole shed is pick and span not oh. even a iota of dirt anywhere nothing is around and the one which i saw before and which watch what i see now there is a sea change earlier it was only filth cobwebs dirt everything spread around now everything is clean and he comes back the beauty of it is he comes back and take the gives the broom ha huh, take it you have done it and he just goes out ha ah, see oh wow <laughs> so my god like when i thought about it when i got up the first thought which i came which came to me is effort is important hmm. but effort without thinking about the results yeah, is yes. very important you do the effort for the sake of the effort yes if you reach that point then he'll definitely come like yeah. the sun god thing absolutely he is standing outside and what you told is very beautiful he is not so bad that exactly uh, he is corroborating what i said so i told you he'll <laughs> not, not so wait so bad. long he is <laughs> not wait so long but he will definitely want you to do the surrender what you yes. told yes yeah. you leave it Yeah. surrender means what i feel is that not surrender offering something to someone you do something for the sake of it not asking for anything i de- i have done this what should i get in return if you don't ask that just do it for the joy of doing it yes i was like a f- if anyone seeing i am like a fool standing there trying to um, clean something mm-hmm. which is like outlandish how can i do something but during that's what swami gave me the dream which my in, i remember the dream was around 1 hour 2 hours in my in my sleep so he was trying to drive home that point you do you do you do you get frustrated you get frustrated you get frustrated finally at one point of time we'll say okay let me do it for the sake of it and then he steps in that in. point when it happens yes. he will come see waited long enough for the lesson to be learned mm. and you never know brother maybe the room maybe was symbolic of just a heart 
Or maybe course. you are attempting to <laughs> clean your heart yes, and yeah. then that's it, exactly it looks sad, what but yeah. but the, the the way he put the setting yes. is not I think I'm sure you've seen our shed number one, our yes. sheds hmm. what we have in the in the ashram the sheds which we have it is double the size and uh, four times the height like and I don't know what am I going inside why I'm I've been pushed inside by whom nothing I know no I said my heart because when you actually said a lot of filth and this like that I actually it's I was thinking it actually sounds like my heart only so that's why I said my heart <laughs> no. No, I think uh, what is also important is you know um, it can be years of dust yes yes it can be miles of uh, filth you know or as you said it can be janmas whatever whatever yeah, Swami says but all it needs is just that one moment and Swami says you know a room can be dark for uh, 20 years and you just need uh, open correct uh, two seconds to put on the light and, uh, and then all the darkness is gone and that's why maybe Swami uses <laughs> the analogy of sun sun because he yes. uses the word light if you see yeah. Swami's examples and analogies <laughs> are also perfect yes he's actually yeah. picked up the example of a sun he sun. could have said anything else yes and if you see one more beautiful thing here is Swami describes himself this, uh, when he say himself I think he talks about the sun as a symbol of him here uh, yes. so sun is a servant interestingly brother in your dream Swami picked up the broom yes and, <laughs> and that's something which you always this, associate with a servant yes to add to this uh, yeah when you told servant I am requesting if you know you should sing this when he was doing this when he was doing this uh, so called cleaning he was singing a song which we generally sing uh-huh. during Ram Nomi uh-huh. is a song sung by Hanuman to Rama Hmm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so it is so you are singing that yeah. can you sing yeah oh, he, was, wow. he, was, he was humming that <laughs> wow. he was humming this <laughs> so when when I when, when I was seeing him doing it I, I was thinking why should he sing something which Hanuman is singing to Rama it, oh. it is like so apt for what he has written I am your servitor do you know this song? Exactly. Yeah, 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 of course. So the, the, he, he sings Rama Neela Meghashyama Kodanda Rama Ragukulabdi Soma Parandama Sarvabhauma Neela Meghashyama Raguram Ram Ram Raguram Jaya Ram 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 Jaya Ram So he's and in fact, I'll go directly to the Hanuman stanza. Yes, 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 Hanuman. That's it. Yes. Look at this again, Sharanam only. He waits for you to say that word and then of course yes. he kind of barges so, in so these are the two very very significant Beautiful. things one was that he waited for me to remove my frustration that's very important in, in, in a sadhaka should never get frustrated and even if it gets frustrated he should get the strength from within and I feel he should just do it for the sake of doing and, uh, I think Swami, has, and Swami has prepared you for this through Prima in fact yes. imagine if you had you didn't have a text like this to support you it's very easy in that state to dis- Somehow you knew Swami would barge in at some point, brother. Might be. You yes. maybe knew he was on the other side of the door and that keeps you going. So somehow when you read something like this written by Swami, you get the assurance that, you know, he's actually waiting outside. <laughs> yes. So it's only a matter of, you know. No, brother, but one thing. <sighs> yes. When you are going through the process, then you Exactly. Will, it is tough. He, he will make you that. He will make you. Yes. Like Prahlada, there's one thing where Swami tells that when uh, Prahlada was dropped from the cliff, he tells that Vishnu comes and he catches him just one feet above the ground, yeah. one foot above the ground. Then Prahlad asks him, why, Swami tells this, why did you wait till this? He told, I wanted to test your surrender. Even in the last moment, were you <laughs> telling yes, I surrendered uh. to you or you had still a doubt in your mind? So, wow. in that point of time, 
you will be so engrossed with sometimes that but he, anyway when he comes it's his grace when he comes i had a similar moment brother recently mm-hmm. where i had to and if you have the time i'd Please, like to share sure, this. go on just there's not something i premeditated but you know kind of came to my mind where i very recently reached a situation where i said you know i i need your help <laughs> and it's a long time since i've actually said that uh, because most of the time swami has kept me very comfortable this was very recently when an official assignment i had to travel to our headquarters bombay and i'm generally a person who's very meticulous with my travel booking etc etc but what happens is a day before when i have to book my taxi booking book my taxi to go to the airport and i'm generally because i'm meticulous what i do is when i have to book the taxi though i know the time of the flight i again pick up the flight ticket and check and i go sufficiently in advance at that point of time it suddenly strikes me that actually i have booked the ticket for a wrong date oh. <laughs> so the date on which i was supposed to uh, you know start up proceeding the meeting there was the day i'm i was i'd actually booked my travel which means i would not make it on time and there were there were few other colleagues of mine who were also coming and so it, there's no way the schedule can be changed so i was and it was on a holiday i realized it on a sunday our, our travel desk was off and then and uh, you know i had to now cancel the ticket suddenly make your own booking and i you lose the money on this entire ticket because it's your mistake you can't yes. blame the organization for this so i did a booking lot of money and there was no direct flight available imagine i had to pick up flight via cochin imagine from chennai going all the way to cochin and then flying to bombay <laughs> eventually when i went on the flight in cochin only i was left because no person within his senses would book it that <laughs> way so all this Anyway I'm a person who's not very fond of flying. I've had my very uh, you know dangerous experiences of flying of turbulence and stuff like that. I'm very scared of uh, generally and slowly learning to you know kind of overcome it. So that day when with all this happening I was in a very disturbed frame of mind. Very disturbed frame of mind. Somewhere also scared. But at home you can't admit you're scared because you're a grown up boy you know? <laughs> and then you have a child and just you can't show you're scared. You know that's very difficult. It's very lonely at the top. So, <laughs> so I then go to the airport brother. It's very early in the morning. It's about 3, 4, 5. I'm in the airport 5.30 and I'm very disturbed. I'm all alone in that, that section of the airport. And I, I reached a very similar moment and I finally I break down and I say, I said, Swami, I really need you to show a sign now. because you know i tried my rationalization i tried, you know what was yes. you're talking about your own and nothing was working i threw my i actually said the words i said swami you must show me a sign now and one strange thing brothers and i am not a person with some great faith and all that but i know at that point of time when i said swami i need a sign now one part of me was saying definitely a sign will come i mean you know those rare moments in life mm-hmm. where you're 100% confident yes uh, you know in complete faith in him i said a sign will come and brother the most amazing thing I am saying Swami you must you must show me a sign now even before I complete the thought in my mind I see a person walking mm-hmm. and see imagine the thought is still not over in my mind it's in progress while the person walks you know some person walking slowly towards me and I'm the only person sitting in that section of the airport huge lobby in Chennai Salim's face looks familiar and then here I see a classmate of mine who studied between Vrindavan and we are meeting after 20 years <laughs> Oh wow. See when I say sign no you know in what form it can come this gen- boy's name is Srivatsan again from Chennai now he now the point is he, why has he come there he's come there in search of an ATM <laughs> and the point is there's no ATM on that side so he did not get his cash he came and then I and I said brother I said I know you'll come he said how did you know I said no you know I was praying <laughs> that I need a sign this is so beautiful because the moment he comes you talk of Vrindavan you talk of this suddenly that's gone and you know he said he's also going to Bombay then i felt happy i said i love company then he <laughs> said i'm going by a different flight now look at the monkey mind no i said swami he got a direct flight <laughs> i go where kuchin again i had my same set of self doubt and then what happens i again but i'm feeling better now and then when i go 
uh, you know, the air, uh, they actually check you. And so that day they did an extra round of checking. And suddenly there was a person, now normally you don't notice the names of people, staff standing there. So there was a boy who was standing and tearing your boarding pass. And suddenly, for some reason, strange reason, I look at his name, okay? Mm-hmm. In the badge, his name is Sainath. <laughs> and you know what his job is? Security. <laughs> now look at this. I was scared. <laughs> now here again, no, exactly this moment yes. where he waited for that time to actually say, Swami, you know, I really need help. And wow. I think then, and then of course, like you said, no, what you said about, you know, that f- fast animated moment is so true. Because, you know, I said the magic starts, the moment it comes, <laughs> no, then it is <laughs> double, triple the speed. <laughs> Beautiful thing is, brother, in the end, he gave credit to Bhargav. Yeah. <laughs> That's the most important thing. That's he the gave most the important thing. Back to me and went off. Because I think somewhere, somewhere, he wants you to feel in that sense a sense of doership of you having cleansed yourself. Because I think somewhere he wants to give that self-confidence, the capital self-confidence. Because what he's basically done is, okay, I've done one bit for you now. Now you'll have to f- progress further. And I think Swami wants us to do more and more on our own. You know? Yes. Yes. And also know that if anytime you're doing anything... You are not the one who is doing yes. You are not the one who is doing So beautiful, no? So beautiful. See, he's given two messages at yes. one time. One, yes. he is making you independent. Yes. And the other time, he's also given you the feeling that don't think you are doing it. Because yes. if you see the subsequent pieces, he actually yes. comes to that. Yes. He comes to that portion where you have to give up doership. And just coming back to your cleansing thing, I remember one more very beautiful incident. This was like Swami was talking to a few boys. Like uh, he, he always used to tell that whenever someone comes and asks me, I'll say, Wait. People get very put off. Why you keep telling wait, wait? So, when we read these three points which we have, I felt the central theme is patience. Mm. You go through ups and downs or anything. Mm. Patience is the watchword for you. You should, you should develop that in any any situation. So, I remember Swami shared this with, uh, if you remember, the first super hospital, 1991, it came up. Yes. Uh, few boys were waiting for Swami's command. Swami, tell us something. Give us a chance to work here. So, one particular uh, interview, he told that, he gave a very beautiful analogy and only Swami can give. This is this type of analogy. I have never heard this before. So, what Swami tells is that uh, boys came to the interview room and uh, were really dejected that what is this Swami is not talking to us, not giving us anything, telling us to wait. And Swami told, to, they, were, they, were, they, were, they came inside and they were little agitated. The first thing what Swami asked them, have you, have you ever drank a coffee? Mm-hmm. Have you seen a coffee cup? Why is a little put off? What is this? I'm here, I'm asking you about uh, Swami, Swami, my life, my career, <laughs> or something about We're talking, of talking about coffee cup. <laughs> Swami told, have you ever uh, drank coffee? Uh, yes, uh, yes, Swami, we have. After drinking coffee, uh, some of you have this habit of uh, leaving it without washing. Is it true? Uh, yes, Swami, sometimes we don't wash, we just keep it like that. What happens if you keep it like that? Swami, some things get uh, stuck in that and it's, it gets a little hardened. So, to clean that, what you do? And so, that's one boy told Swami, we had to use little more soap, little more this, uh, do properly, rub it properly. Told, no, that is not my way. You know what I'll do? I'll take the cup, fill it with water and keep it. You know what will happen? Then, boy told, yeah, Swami, uh, it, the, the thing which, is get, which gets stuck, which gets hardened, it gets softened. After that, what happens? So Swami, when once the, after a particular amount of time, if you keep the cup like that, if you remove it and clean it, everything comes out. Everything becomes clean. That is what is waiting. Swami told. Oh, see, who has said a lot can wow. happen over a cup of coffee? He was actually right. <laughs> <laughs> even even the Lord wants to do it that way. <laughs> so He tells whenever I tell my devotees or my students or anyone that wait, it's always a purpose. I want you when when I say wait, 
you are under my care i am taking care of you and yeah. you are getting cleansed and once i decide okay the water the amount of time the water should be there is over one one he told just one uh, this thing of my hand i just wave one of my scrub. hand one <laughs> yeah, scrub of my hand <laughs> can just make you clean so it's always i i i always felt that you know being with swami that he always uh, expected patience to be one of the main virtues and this was one incident which came to, comes to my mind when he says that once you have a when you do sadhana and then you feel i have what to do swami i have, i have to give up that time he always expects you to have this yeah, thing yeah. called patience Yes. patience perseverance and also resilience you yes. know to yeah. actually stick on that path so the most beautiful thing is swami is you know taken away that artificial glamour of the process of sadhana because i think yes somewhere you have to be and swami is giving you a dose of reality saying that it is not easy and of course he's told us many times it's the it's a not about you know bed of roses but you know it's one thing to hear a poetic usage like that but here swami has been kind of blunt and said you know that's how it swami is setting you up for it actually in fact yeah. uh, uh, there are times also when it was asked to bhagwan what kind of literature should hmm. boys read hmm. because you know there were some boys who were reading all kinds of books and swami was upset and uh, so the warden went and asked swami so what should boys read swami said they should read the life of saints absolutely when swami mrs rani subramanyam hmm. a very staunch devotee a very sincere spiritual seeker of bhagwan from those yester years in the 60s she used to have very beautiful conversations with bhagwan and all of them centered around uh, growth hmm. around spiritual growth and uh, one day swami tells her why are you reading all these books don't read all these books because these books will only confuse you swami said so what should i read swami i am a sadhaka you know she didn't say that but that's what she implied hmm. <coughs> swami said if at all you want to read then read the life of saints absolutely yeah yes because swami said if you read different commentaries different philosophies each person gives you know his own way of thinking and you only get confused exactly but if you read the life of saints then you will see what they have gone through their ups and their downs their trials and tribulations going through this exercise of walking on the spiritual path their ecstasies and their agonies that will help you that will help you different saints process is what will inspire you exactly and each portion of so what will happen is at some point of time you will find a, a you know a strong parallel between what your currently current situation that you're going yes. through in life and some saints and, yes. and essentially it gives you a model it gives model. you you know way to correct you know try and tackle the situation yes. in fact that keeps you your afloat yes. and that's and because there's no easy path and i agree with what brother said brother bargav said it is a swami is a believer in the slow process i don't think swami ever believed in shortcuts yes so yeah. swami would <laughs> in fact if you recasturi sir also remember i think he asked uh, him the question no of which is better if you keep milk in water you know yes. and then cool it or if you you know and swami was a somebody who actually is a slow, the slower process of actually you know pouring yes. it from glass to glass yes mm. so uh, of course it's not that swami was a stickler for taste and swami was trying to prove <laughs> that he drinks milk from <laughs> and he did in fact though his you know mm. uh, like we've heard about his dislike for milk and milk products mm. because he says as krishna i've had too much of it yes. so uh, but yes swami is i think a believe because even if you look from a management development or you know personality development perspective the surer long lasting changes are always gradual yes it yes. is not the Correct. sudden 
but for that you require persistence you go through pain and i think that's what swami is prepared for and what you said beautifully you know he said don't read different philosophies read the lives of saints actually if you see that's what swami seems to have said in 6.4 yeah because if you actually see the next portion he talks about these are because those are people who have not spoken about this they have lived those philosophies lived those philosophies and we, yeah before it's we so go to it's so beautiful yes. before just before this talk we were thinking four is so difficult how will how will try to understand how will try to explain so during our conversation swami made it happen yes. that that's because yes. you forgot it's because before this conversation a few minutes ago we put up a hand saying we don't know what to talk today so it's the same thing which has happened again <laughs> yeah i think it's time to play 6.4 but just before that one thought that came as brother bhargo was uh, explaining that you know you just have to do it as uh, a work as a dedication and not yeah. get so um, <coughs> worried about the enormity of the work not yeah. think about the repercussions of the work uh, not think about the uh, capability and your competency about performing a particular task and swami very beautifully once said that see if you are um, working for a master and if you think of yourself as a servant mm-hmm. then what happens is suppose it is a peon then he will say okay i am being paid for this much so i will do only this much so the relationship is very very conditional and you know suppose uh, the master doesn't pay me this much then you start worrying then you're looking for your holidays you're looking for your leaves you're looking for what other perks can i get so it is one way of serving the master another way of serving the master is you just feel that i am doing it because i love my master yeah. then you are not expecting anything then you know beautiful correct you you are just doing it because you got to do it yeah because that's what you are because that's what makes you happy because that is the only way you can relate to your master i want to add one more point in this like yes. swami what he always talks about self confidence yes. so one place i remember he very beautifully says what is self confidence self confidence is something where you you scrap everything out of you whatever yes. you have yes. your position your status your name your fame everything what is left whatever is left after you remove everything your mind your emotions is the self that is me that confidence which i give you yes removing whatever is worldly with whatever achievements whatever you think you are yes whatever is left yes. is the confidence which i give you that is self confidence wow. and i feel vivekananda when he goes in yes. this parliament of religions oh, yes. when yeah, he speaks he tells i am no one i am no yeah I'm, I'm no one knows <laughs> he is scared to speak he just closes his eyes and just thinks about his no, master in fact, and if you read comes. Yeah, yes. and if you read that portion if you read that portion again it's very uh, swami yeah. said read the life of saints yes. and that's very beautiful because if you see how her vivekananda's uh, chicago address described yes. because see, he's a brilliant speaker in individual conversations yes. he has gone great in college debates yes. but even somebody and i believe the audience you know the brother the audience there it was about 7000 yes it's supposed to be the number all over religious heads all over the world exactly world. and he is somebody with no credentials apparently and he didn't he didn't even and have a home to live in he didn't have a home to live and people are thinking what is this a very uh, different type of attire something exactly. people have never seen he tells yes. he's a mendicant he's a sanyasi yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. what happens is when he actually stands up he describes his, uh, there's a beautiful book called vivekananda by vivekananda which is a compilation of what he talked about himself okay which they collected from speeches he didn't write it down what he spoken or revealed they've yes. compiled it in the form of a book so there if you see he actually says that i stood there in fact i believe his chance came earlier he kept on postponing saying yes. i'll do yes, next yes, i'll correct, do next correct. He, yes then finally there was only one name so you have to get up and <laughs> go <laughs> then he says i stood before then he didn't go with a prepared speech 
written yes. speech he says i realized at that time that i was a fool to have not gone with a prepared speech because everybody read prepared speeches sir so i stood before and he said he says my throat went dry he yes. actually says this he Correct. says my throat went dry yes. and uh, you know he broke into a sweat and then he closes his eyes mentally bows down to saraswati the goddess of learning and then the first words emerge brothers and sisters of america <laughs> and then in his by his own account there but i think for about 2 minutes there was a non stop yes applause, applause correct yes. so and in fact you know interestingly uh, after that when he said when he told the i think the head of parliament of religions the who was in charge saying that i don't have credentials apparently that person in charge said he said swami swami as in swami vekananda swami asking you for credentials is like asking the sun is right to shine <laughs> so the sun again okay you know and th- what made the difference it's i think the, the difference is you know yes. again if you see he also reached that point where he completely relied on yes on the, you surrender you resource. remove whatever you have so from this i think since swami has written this is i think the key thing is if swami calls it a vahini vahini is essentially what works sanskrit i understand it's a carrier and i think swami uses this to convey stuff i think from for my own sake if i have to recap you know specific things or takeaways thing one is maybe swami is saying point one you will go through this so yes. swami is saying you will yes. which means you have to be prepared for this i think yes. that's one clear takeaway for me yes. uh, ramana maharshi tells na once you come to a sadguru it is like a tiger you know if you see in the, the tiger when it goes for the prey the deer the the the, the canines of the tiger are exactly like the the two vertebrae of the deer it exactly, exactly fits correct what ramana tells is that a sadguru who is exactly like the tiger and the disciple is like the deer don't don't think that he's going to kill you but the ego will be killed exactly surely it will happen yes slowly or steadily you have to go through the pain as you and that can be scary but so swami is number one <laughs> <laughs> he's actually saying that one he's saying this will happen so he's yes. preparing you two he's also saying that when this happens don't worry there's backup available yes so he's also giving you the assurance that there's backup available but he says the precondition to activate the backup yes is that i mean i'm sorry if i'm sounding very you know, you know maybe i'm used to talking that way the work we do outside but you know to actually uh, invoke it you will have to take your bit of effort so he's told yes. you you will go through this he's also telling you in advance when that happens this is what you will have to do yes and this is the precondition for you to uh, you know and uh, so and now the third point which comes to my mind is learning from this i think we should learn to say this early yeah see the point is he's telling you put up your hand i will help you <laughs> so but, no i don't think so you have he he'll, he'll see your sincerity whether of course of course you, you can't just put it up your hand effort. Like that. no with with <laughs> effort but i'm saying sometimes what happens is no you overstretch your uh, buddhi balam bujibalam bujibalam yes yeah what yes, happens brothers beyond so yes sir, naturally effort this, is important the, the journey will become uh, that much less painful yes yes the sooner you realize that he's the one the sooner you realize and decimate the little self that you mentioned yeah. you know your yes. the little self your buddhi balam the little self the buddhi balam and the little self your ego and like our uh, like one of our senior brothers once said prayer is man's only strength and god's only weakness <laughs> so you learn to invoke that strength quickly yes yes uh, you don't overstretch it you don't take it to a <laughs> point know, I, where you lose interest and lose hope i remember i just sure. i just recollected one more uh, incident sure. so just in the end of my mba uh, one boy my classmate he used to always sit with a letter in his hand mm. he'll always this happened for around 2 3 months he'll sit with a letter and he'll sit in a very vantage point where swami just comes and he'll just show it and the letter swami will never like the way he'll show swami cannot ignore it but invariably you know this is beauty of swami he'll ignore it <laughs> 
he no i been uh, i was sitting there in the third block you know what is the third block yes. where we see where we sit chant vedam and sing bhajans i used to sit there and this boy used to sit on the in there just the first portico after two steps where the ganesha was and swami used to climb up he used to just show this letter and i've seen the letter became little tatter little dirty Three months, like we 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 passed out in March thirty first, our last week day. From I think January or sports me December uh, Christmas time onwards. I know his name, Nasimha Raghavan. He was he has been holding his letter and some is ignoring him. So I became more uh, interested and curious. What is happening? What is happening between the two? <laughs> Every day he sends the letter and some will ignore him. Every day it happens. And this boy with. same perseverance he will not leave and some will not some will also ignore this was going on very well i was really enjoying but i didn't tell him because he was doing his lot of intensity yes. like that letter imagine i will say okay this letter got dirty i'll put a new letter i'll write a new letter no the same letter he'll just pick out from this and a small piece of paper half of a four size sign or some three four lines scribbled he'll just sit like this so i will ignore and go So I think it's March thirty first. Is if you remember our last weekend day was yes. March thirty first. So around uh, that time we had uh, Ugadi was around March twenty fifth or something. So that day what happened? Uh, he came, he showed his letter to Swami. Swami responded to him. Responded in what way? He didn't take the letter. He looked at him and told, "What? What do you want to ask me?" It it was a very uh, authoritative authoritative tone. So this boy is telling Swami, please Swami. Swami tells, no, it is not my duty; it is your duty. Something was going on like this. Then uh, after some time, he he tried to thrust the letter in Swami's hands. Swami told, no, it is not my responsibility; it is your responsibility. And what is? It was really very curious. Then Swami told something. I don't know. It's uh, we have to think about this. This is a very profound statement. Malinya unna di ani teluste. Malinyam potundi. If you remember the first sense, first line of the six point one, Swami tells that if you if you realize that impurity is there within you, that that moment impurity will go. Exactly. Mm. Means once you go to that state of witnessing, I think if I sound very heavy, if you surrender yourself fully to God, so whatever impurities come to you, you offer it to Him. Once everything gets offered to him, you get you become pure. So that say that thing again, brother. What did you say? Malinyam. So, I remember this. This is exact no, words from exact, those two terms. Malinyam unna diya ni teluste malinyam potundi. So I'll come back to what we said earlier. Moving from unconscious incompetence to conscious <laughs> incompetence, yes. because I think half the job is done there. So yes. so if something is not going out. Which means you have not fully recognized exactly yes. its existence. Yes, have existence. to look. You have to see yourself. Which I don't know. In the next one, I see we are already overshooting it. But in this next one, it comes. Gyanam is nothing but knowing. Okay, I exactly. think let's let's uh, move on to the six point four. I think then probably we are already <laughs> discussing that, and we should listen to Swami first. Satya Satya Vivekamuto Pravartin Chanantavarku Dehatmala Pruthak Karanamu. అనగా వేరు చేయుట శక్యము కాదు ఈ వివేకము ఈ జ్ఞానము మానవ రోమ రోమమునకు వ్యాపించవలను టిల్ ది టైమ్ మ్యాన్స్ బిహేవియర్ డస్ నాట్ రిఫ్లెక్ట్ హిస్ డిస్క్రిమినేషన్ ఆఫ్ ట్రూత్ అండ్ అన్ట్రూత్ ఇట్ ఇస్ ఇంపాసిబుల్ టు సెట్ అపార్ట్ ద బాడీ అండ్ ది ఆత్మ దిస్ డిస్క్రిమినేషన్ అండ్ విజ్డమ్ హ్యాస్ టు పర్కులేట్ ఇన్ టు ఎవ్రీ సెల్ of one's being so yes to knowing what is truth and what is untruth and i think 
to put it very simply to know that you are only that capital s yes of the self yeah and you are not all the little little self that you know the world calls as self confidence correct and here swami Absolutely put correct and swami seems to be going beyond just knowing here if you actually see he actually says till the time man's behavior does not reflect the discrimination yes so it is not <laughs> even about you know mentally discriminating or satta yes. satan you know yes. whatever mm. uh do you actually take it to a point where it starts reflecting in your behavior, behavior. the way you operate in the world yes and swami this swami of ours is a huge believer in execution <laughs> no? because he i think action oriented uh, action oriented he wants to see change on the ground yes because he's saying that okay one thing is to say that this is satya and this is asat this is true you can talk all that but the point is when it actually comes to action when it actually comes to implementation are you able to show that discrimination are you able to live it out yes. it's very easy when you theorize it but yes. then when you face an actual situation in life where you actually have to say no you know the neti yes. no to this and then choose consciously choose one over the other uh, you know let go of the part which is apparently from worldly point of view more lucrative and then choose what you believe is right so the swami wants prayers prayers and i think swami wants to see that in action and he says in fact swami of course the translation talks of cell but here in in telugu whatever little telugu I understand he says roma roma i think every yes. hair of yours every hair, every hair yeah I think so. Swami wants to see it in behavior. He's saying all this. Uh, so first, he talks about you open your uh, eyes to actually the light coming in, and once it becomes part of your body, or the, uh, your entire self, then it needs to start showing, showing it, reflecting yes. in your action. Yes. If you see, I think the yes. entire thing. And he always goes raso vai saha. If you see, yes. I am there in you as a as yes. the essence. Yes. Leave exactly. that essence, like. believe yes. see feel that i'm there everywhere and reflect that in your action i yes. think so so till it reflects in the action i think he is not no, happy what i feel is once it is there automatically it will be reflected but only yes. thing it's really spontaneous <laughs> uh, exactly it's spontaneous. spontaneous in fact i'm reminded <laughs> of uh, mrs ratanlal ratanlal amma ji mm-hmm. uh, whom unfortunately we lost recently one of the servitors of bhagwan unparalleled you know she was someone who was really literally groomed by swami shaped by swami as his instrument to almost take the role of mother ishwarama mother ishwarama left the earth in 1972 and in 1971 swami gave the chance to mrs ratanlal to actually serve and cook for bhagwan so her journey was very tumultuous <laughs> we know how it is when you are in the physical proximity of bhagwan and as you very beautifully said you know it's the tiger has tiger. lion has caught you <laughs> so um till till you are completely decimated he will not leave you <laughs> he will not leave you it's so there is scary yeah it is it is but should not be no <laughs> but the thing is it, it uh, you are you are only uh, decimating all that is not so delightful in you all that is not so good in you okay. and you're growing up into something you, you you are actually becoming the tiger you and, and becoming that luminous strong self just to if you do on that condition between ramkrishna and vivekananda first time when he comes he shows a glass of uh, sugar water and tells one fly sitting on top yes. doesn't want to go inside <laughs> is scared is scared yeah <laughs> once you dive inside you always yes. weakness yes. people yes. don't always understand weakness. but it's very scary so she went through the tumultuous so uh, she was going through that and uh, there were many many instances where she was not able to fathom why is swami scolding me today <laughs> you know there will be so many instances <laughs> she cannot really understand she feel, she feels i don't deserve this 
I mean, why am I struggling like this day and night for <laughs> for him? And at the end of the day, I get uh, reprimanded for something which I'm absolutely not responsible for. So this used to happen very often, you know, over these years. It has happened so many times, and every time she will come back to her room and you know she will reflect and she'll slowly she was also initially she used to get very agitated. Uh, and then with with time she realized she thought okay you know whatever he does there is a purpose maybe there is some way he is trying to give me some message sometimes she will able to put together something mm. she will trying to bring in some change in her behavior sometimes she would okay think okay it is just for my growth not able to get an answer you know but with time she realized that no it is it is it is for my good it is he is breaking that whatever little iness that is there in me hmm. every time he's doing this he's breaking that iness in me so that became very very uh forceful and that sort of became her armor to deal with any of these situations yeah okay <laughs> and there came a time uh this is like she has served sami now for more than like 30 35 years and then one day again she is uh, reprimanded by bhagwan and uh, she's swami is furious i mean swami is just black and blue swami is and so many um, harsh words and she's not able to take it and then suddenly as swami is going on she starts smiling <laughs> she's smiling like blissfully and swami stops now i said what is this i'm scolding you can't you hear how can you smile she said swami all these years for 30 35 years whatever we have been able to do whatever this body has been able to do swami i know would i myself could have done anything that i have done hmm. it is definitely <laughs> it is you who has done this all these years if anything we have been able to do sir it is you who has done it and now again it is you who is blasting so it is you who is blasting yourself <laughs> so you continue to blast mommy you continue to scold as long as you are happy you know as long as it makes you happy you continue to how does it affect because anyway i have not done anything i have not done anything any time now also if you are uh, unhappy you are unhappy with yourself if you are happy with you happy with yourself so how does it bother me mommy continue to do till it, you are satisfied she says from that day swami stopped scolding her yeah because the lesson is learned the lesson is learned correct <laughs> and the teacher doesn't have a role after that and he moves on to the next one of course <laughs> so but yeah but the key thing again here is brother so the uh, the point of fruition was a point where uh that understanding was not just an intellectual understanding see it's one thing to say swami is the doer yes but the other thing is to believe it so convincingly so that convincingly. it comes out in behavior yes and that's the level that which swami what, wants that is what yeah that the is what swami wants intuitive understanding where it translates into action real action. world action yes. where he wants the way you operate in the world to change is yes. what i take away from this so that see that's what she she completely understood there that she is not the body yeah so see and as you one thing that you mentioned which is so apt is it should come spontaneously yeah. see in front of swami you cannot think no this yes. is the time to convey swami that i am not the body <laughs> you know now i will tell swami whatever you said you know you are not telling me because i am not the body if you think it will never happen you cannot do it only yeah you are, as it is you are always blanked out in front of bhagwan so it has to come spontaneously and it will come spontaneously only when you live it 
very well Beautiful. said very because well. what yeah. happens is to complete the entire learning curve since we started with that from unconscious incompetence to conscious incompetence once you realize then through effort and sadhana you move from conscious incompetence to conscious competence but yes. there it's still not spontaneous yes. it is you'd have to take the effort yes. but then with continued sadhana and with his grace flowing you move from conscious competence to unconscious competence yes where it becomes spontaneous, spontaneous. it becomes your very nature yes. and i think that's the fruition which you know swami yes. uh, expects or looks at he wants it to be our nature yes uh, to operate that yes. way so it's no longer a theory which exists in our mind it becomes yes. action and that's and when i think it makes a real difference i think that is a journey also if you see the journey of every devotee um, look at the life of saints look at the life of people who have served bhagwan also at very close quarters you see their life going through this beautiful journey you know yeah. when towards their end they definitely know that they are not that little self at all but for many others it might be lives <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. so yeah no, the faster we learn it the better it is no yes. with, with bhagwan around i think it will not be lives that's true yes that's true <laughs> yes absolutely wonderful so i think we are we are running out of time probably we will um, we will continue this discussion uh, uh, and when we move on to the next chapter I think Bhagwan leads on, isn't it? Yes, he from already, here. He's already there before us. <laughs> he's already, as always, <laughs> as always. So it it'll only perhaps amplify whatever we have sort of uh, reached to some point in this understanding. And now perhaps we have time to practice. <laughs> understanding is nothing. As Swami is very clearly stated. Yeah. And at that point, in fact, uh, is more emphatically stated in the next chapter. Let's pray to Bhagwan that He gives us that courage and that tenacity to. not just understand but also actually make that understanding translate into real action, action. because only then we can also experience this beauty and the elixir that is prema vahini so true so thank you so much brothers for joining in for this special episode i want to call it a special episode so i have sent two guests and we had such lovely sasang as always everything about him is uncertain and we didn't know how it is going to proceed but it has proceeded as per his plan <laughs> whatever he wanted so let's pray that uh, he he gives us this opportunities to not only understand but also assimilate and translate them into our real lives dear listeners please do share with us your experiences your adventures and sliceless slices from your journey because the more we share the more we learn from each other the more we hold our hands the more strength we feel and spirituality is not a path for a single soul as bhagwan used to always talk about vesti samasti parameshti shisti and parameshti so it is for all of us to help each other in this beautiful adventure of becoming one with the creator thank you so much As always, if you have any queries, suggestions, comments, please feel free to write to us. You can email us at listener at radiosai dot org. With prayers to Bhagwan for this beautiful Thursday, and offering every little endeavor on this day at His lotus feet with humility and love. I thank each one of you. for being with us through this beautiful journey of i 
to be to he thank you so much saram you were listening to an episode of our program wahini satsang this episode was first aired on the 13th april 2017 as part of thursday live from prashant indalam on asia stream of radio sai global harmony This program was hosted by Bishu and Sai Prakash of Team Radio Sai. Thank you and Sai Ram.